0: My fingers to the bone, I never get to go home This is my ever-wanted life, man, if that's destiny I work my fingers to the bone, I never get to go home This is my ever-wanted life, man, if that's destiny Damn, I destroyed myself,
1: but you contributed I destroyed myself, but
0: you helped I destroyed myself
2: Hello everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot podcast. Shout out to our buddy Scott Miles for the intro music, man. I love that song. I'm liking it more and more the more we play it.
1: Yeah, I was over here signaling you I was like, "Who is that? I like that jam, man. That's yeah, good." Uh, sh- uh he's playing all over the city. He's uh uh
2: kind of a small venue guy. He's more of our local guys, but he's got some damn good songs. So, uh yeah, keep your eye out for him, man. He's definitely Well, you
1: know me. I'm more of a small venue guy. Yeah. Oh,
2: for sure. That's why I said, uh, yeah, if you like him, he's he's his spots that he plays is definitely more your thing. Uh we got uh, Brian Wofford in with us today. Uh we <clears throat> I'm not even going to give the shout. You know how I feel about people that ghost in business transaction or business things and um hey, best of luck to him, but he ain't going to be on our show. So, uh, anyway, Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media. How you doing
0: today? What's up, man?
2: <laughs> had, a, had a rough one, huh? I uh
0: I Did you took... go to the Cradle of Fields show? No, oh. no, no, no. I uh I had a bunch of friends that went. I um I took one of my friends out like for their birthday. And then I forgot that whenever you take somebody out for their birthday, usually people buy them shots, but they don't want you to feel left out, so they buy you shots too. And they kept buying her tequila. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it was uh it was a pretty um interesting night though. But yeah, I was like uh, just smoking and, and drinking like like the whole night. And Friday uh night. yeah.
2: I went over to um uh Bike Night there at uh Fort Thunder and more. Uh, mm-hmm. Fort Thunder Harley Davidson. Shout out to the boys out there. Um They had it where it's at it's in like a it's you have storefronts and restaurants like lining the interstate road there by the highway, but Fort thunders actually tucked back a little bit. It's more in the middle of this parking lot area. So it was really cool the way it was all set up. And they had, um, uh, a band out there called American slang. And these dudes, the kids, uh, these dudes are young, man. I mean, if they're out of high school this year, I'd be surprised. I mean, they, they look like they're still in high school and, um uh, I'd, I'd heard about them. Their name came across our desk uh, by way of my cousin, actually, Kelly Stoops. Shout out to them. Um, she just told me to check them out, and so I checked them out, and I'm like, damn, these guys got chops. So I kept telling my wife, next time we have an opportunity, I need to go check them out, and our my band's re- rehearsal was canceled last night, so I was like, well, fuck, I'll be in more anyways. I'll check them out. Man, I'm glad I did. Those guys kicked ass. So, shout out to the boys in American slang. I'd like to get them on the show. So, uh, if anybody out there hears this and maybe knows them a little better than I do, send them on my way. I would appreciate that. (laughs) It's amazing how difficult sometimes it can be to... to to get a hold of people man and sometimes how easy it can be it's it's just very weird
0: well it's like uh i was talking to jd last night and he was saying that um because i was talking about you know us going live and and like and he goes well you know like you, you guys know about shows like whenever they come up and stuff and i'm like yeah but i was like but because we're ahead right now I'm like, the only issue is that it, it turns into, like, we'll be talking about stuff that's, like, already happened or yeah. it's about to happen. And then it, by the time it shows out, it's already happened. And uh and, and he's like, man, you guys really need to get live, you know. I wonder and, if, uh like, maybe we could just do live on
2: location. It might just be worth it just to fucking spend the money on a media pass one of these days and just – and that way we, then we can have, like, a live on location section and then we can have our, our studio – produced i don't know that's an idea for sure i like the idea of doing a on location though that's uh-huh. that is definitely uh something i'm interested in but it's like there's different channels you got to go through right
0: and well and that's that's what we we're talking much. about because i i said what but some of the bands too that we try to book like they have oh, managers wow. and stuff and they don't they don't like they're they're very secure about like what the band does and stuff, and he's like, "But it's free publicity. Why wouldn't they want to do it?" And I'm like, "You'd be surprised." I, I, I
2: understand it on both ends. I really do, and it's like because there's so much bullshit out there. But that's that's why I just try to come off as genuine as I can because I know that I'm just a guy. And like yesterday when I, wa- I approached, I, I introduced myself to the guys in the band just briefly because <clears throat> they are in high school and they're kids, and that's kind of I don't want to put off a weird vibe. But yeah, I mean, if I was those kids' parents, it would be kind of—I'd be like super defensive too. Like, well, who's this guy walking? I don't care how good my kid is in a band. Like, who are you walking up to him? It's—I don't know. I. But on the flip
1: side, it's—it's it's a business, and yeah. you
2: have to meet people, and you uh-huh. have to, you I, have to I, shake I, that hand.
1: You know. I think when you when you join a band, that's kind of part of the gig, right? That you do a good job, you got random people coming up wanting to talk to you afterwards it depends it really
2: does man i've met some of the most reclusive people antisocial people that are super talented musicians and would not want to talk to anybody after a gig
0: mm-hmm. at all yeah no they, they'll go in the back and like the smoking section outside Find or they'll, they'll hang out with their group and not talk to nobody now
2: it it I don't know. It's It just depends on – that's another thing about being in a band. you got five or four or five up to however many different personalities, different everything, and, and then you throw a manager in there that's – he's got to find holes in all – everybody's schedule where we can all get in the same room, and it's, it's – I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I kind of see both. You want to protect that, but also you want to keep your eye open for – for very good opportunities and honestly they fucking if they just go off of instagram they they who knows man i don't know it's it's a whole new world watching a band that young come up because oh, yeah, sure. when i was playing in bands out of high school i think MySpace might have maybe started this would have been like oh three oh four so no, that's about the time around time. the time yeah it was brand new man and now it's like I wouldn't say there's rules. There's no like set trajectory to doing it, but there are tried and true ways of doing the online promotion and marketing. And there's also the tried and true ways of doing it the old school, hitting the streets and handing out flyers, shaking hands, starting up. I mean, that's mostly what the
0: punk bands do. Yeah, I mean they 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 make digital flyers, but then they print them off and they still put them out everywhere. But the uh, the current show that's supposed to happen uh, this week, or uh, well, actually today, is. Uh, is at the skate park, mm. so I'll probably put up that flyer. But
2: so, Wofford,
1: yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just got back from a, a overnight road trip. Uh, my cousin had to drive down to West Texas to deliver some stuff to the oil fields, oh. and then he had to come back here today and work today uh, out in Walla, So. I rode with him, that way he had company, and if he needed to, he could take a nap and I could drive. So we took that long drive down 44 through Sill and down into West Texas and then back. Got back to the house about 6, about 8 o'clock, he left to go to work. Wow. And uh, here I am. Well, here. thanks for being with us. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> Oil-filled work, man. That's uh, That's a hot hot ticket item right now man
1: yeah he he uh he's got a nice spot with it he works in corrosion control so he's not actually on the oil fields he just does uh
2: existing equipment
1: yeah he they basically they'll go out and pick up the equipment bring it back to their place sandblast it recoat it and then bring it back it's all their submersible pumps and pipes and stuff like that so anything that's going to be under the liquid keep it coated so it doesn't rust and fall apart Hmm. well well (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh what have you been doing I know that as a uh, wheelchair basketball wrapped up uh what about a month ago yeah
1: yep yep yep. Well, uh, you, you got any plans this summer any big big spiel oh man uh yeah uh my girlfriend is actually moving down to Oklahoma from Wisconsin so that'll be cool uh so she'll be doing that I'll be going up uh at the end of June the last week of June uh to work a wheelchair basketball camp at the university I went to school and played ball at uh Wisconsin, yep, University of Wisconsin, <laughs> Whitewater, Whitewater Wisconsin, UW Dub.
2: Uh, Those Wisconsin
1: folks are just different folks. I don't know, man. You know, honestly, I don't. I always tell people Wisconsin and Oklahoma are very similar. They just like different kinds of cattle. <laughs> are you saying Oklahoma or uh, Wisconsin is like
2: the home? Is that a big big girl joke? What is that? No, 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 or no. That's like dairy
1: land, baby. Oh, okay. yeah. It's cheese. It's Wisconsin cheese.
2: Okay. Well, I've always made fun of it because it's. And this was told to me by Wisconsin people that it's the home of the '89 Camaro with the fat blonde in the passenger seat. Uh,
1: I I will double down on the fact that <laughs> Oklahoma and Wisconsin are very similar. <laughs> As much cattle they prefer. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, actually, uh, I got to help out work a, a dairy farm while I was up there in Colby, Wisconsin, home of Colby cheese. Shout out! That is that is uh, hard work. Uh, not really anymore, man. They huh? they bring them inside. They baby their. They it's a small farm, so they got like ten cows. They got them oh. all named, and they play with them like their dogs. They bring them in. They put the machines on. Hang out for a bit.
2: I would imagine automation is yeah becoming uh I mean just like everything else you know, but yeah that's yeah
1: I'll tell you what though you see all of those uh commercials uh the happy cows are in california I'll tell you if <laughs> if the rest of Wisconsin does their cattle the way that uh that farm did, then uh happy cows are definitely cows. in Wisconsin happy cows, man, they might take care of those cows better than I do my dog, and I love my dog <laughs> well, that's i mean it's it's cool that uh, i mean
2: James, this is just like the change in in automation and technology the last 20 years i mean but imagine now it's all on a almost like a conveyor system you don't need a you know 30 hands on a farm to milk cows every day it's you know you hook it up and it dials it in counts it and all that shit for you man that's pretty
0: awesome i think the weirdest thing i ever saw with cow farms was that they were taking uh they had these like holes in the cows because and there's multiple stomachs and they were t- and they were like taking all the grass out and then refeeding it to them and like it was like this weird thing that this company did does aren't these companies do probably like uh, I'm I'm not sure
2: so no scientist brain out there fucking yell at me but they they do similar shit to human beings when there's an imbalance of like gut bacteria and shit uh-huh. they'll actually shoot shit up your ass. That's what I yeah. was going to say. Yeah, they'll it, take yeah. it's
1: crazy. It's good bacteria, yeah. man. Yeah. Got to have the good bacteria.
0: Yeah, I mean cuz I think they remove some of the grass because of it. It it, it produces healthier milk whenever they actually finally produce milk. So, yeah. you know. But That's but true. I think it, it's something with their digestive system that you they just You think with four they,
1: stomachs out. they get that figured out on the first pass through and wouldn't need <laughs> to right, <a> recycle. Right?
2: <laughs> Evolution is a is not necessarily a uh uh the you know Shit happens, you know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> you can only do what you can do. Uh, the engineering man, I, we could go on engineering talk. All speaking of engineering, have you seen the James Webb Space Telescope pictures? Either of y'all
1: the you I've talking about the last nine, test one that they did since
0: they've been doing it. Well, they did one like yeah. last week.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't. Th- I don't guess I've seen that one. I I've been trying to stay on top of James Webb. That's they they got it for final alignment and now they
2: i think they got to wait just a, f- a little bit longer to get uh or they don't have to wait they actually have to kick on a cryo cooler to cool it the instrumentation down even further because the
1: vacuum of space isn't enough
2: but uh yeah and then they did now the- they're they
1: almost at absolute zero oh, yeah. Up there, yeah right?
2: very very close and it's like the final alignment mirrors when they first they did the first round of them it's like they focused on one star in the center, and it was like,
1: oh shit! Yeah, sure, that's yeah. the one that I've seen.
2: Whoa, you know, and the previous pictures is just like a blurry thing, you know. And now they they got that, but then they did another one here last week, and it's showing, you know, how the center of our galaxy looks through telescopes, kind of like a band and you know, with a with gas clouds and shit, kind of looking blurry. Yeah. Well, it looks like that, but it's <laughs> when they zoomed out of where that picture is. It was like one of those uh, LSD replication type things. Yeah, one of them. I don't know which one. The most recent one.
1: You're not talking about that one, right? <clears throat> no, that's the very very yeah, first I one. I was gonna say that's the one I've seen.
2: But basically, inside all those stars they were looking at, there was like
1: entire galaxies. That's wild. That's, that's fucking the old versus the crazy. new. Yeah the yeah. the difference and what we I was <laughs> it's funny. With get a little sidetrack here. Uh, I was just talking to my cousin on this long trip to Texas that I was telling you about. We were uh we were talking about uh science and stuff like that, and we got to talking about our friend the flat earther. Oh, and We uh, <laughs> got to talking about like Joey my cousin Joey was asking me like like how can how do like how do they how? believe that? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, man, they believe it to their core. I said, uh, this kid that I talked to. I that's to a die. why question to ask. That. Yeah, that's a it's a philosophy. It's not an actual science. Well, it can't be a science it, when they're that not. far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we both ultimately settle. Uh, anyway, so talk about James <laughs> Webb, the telescope. We just talk he, I was talking to him about how how they actually do a pretty good job at talking out of their their ass about it and. It sounded fairly convincing. I was telling him about the Horizon, the Water Horizon YouTube video that all of the flat earthers always send you to. I was like, I watched it because that's who I am, right? If you're giving me evidence, I'm going to look at it whether I think you're right or not. So I watched this video, and they look at it with their bare eyes, and they're like, all right, you see the boat disappears. All right, pull out binoculars. Okay, we can see it. So it didn't really go over there, and then they – lose it in the binoculars and then they pull out a telescope. See, it's still there. There's no such thing as a horizon. You just can't see. I'm like, but that telescope can see planets <laughs> that are really far away.
2: My my thing, I I, I, w- I say this to just about any anything. Don't pick the topic. It doesn't matter. But certainly when it comes to that kind of crap, uh, if the person trying to sell me on it cannot simplify it, to a point where a man on the street could at least grasp what you're saying. And you, if you're breaking out the big fancy words, um, already I'm picking up charlatan vibes immediately.
1: Oh yeah. You're just yeah. trying to talk over somebody's right. head to, or, or what the other one that I always look out for is the guy that just spews random, like as much stuff as they can to try and overload, trying you to sell you yeah. trying to sell. Ah, uh, no, I.
2: But again, like you said, though, those YouTube videos, they can, they can, it's easy to go down the rabbit hole or pull someone down a rabbit hole when you're on YouTube because YouTube is just that narrative. So you're just watching that person's video. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that video, they give you more videos to click on. And it's like, it's easy to fall into that.
1: But Yeah, it's automated confirmation bias, right?
2: I I don't understand where the uh, extreme change in logic can happen. That's what I don't understand, especially when you have just the overwhelming amount of evidence, both physical, digital, and
1: analog. uh, I I will say this. Beyond all of that, like obviously that's where we should go first, but beyond (laughs) all of that. Why would they lie about it? What do they gain by telling us that the world isn't flat, that it's round? If they would because we started off thinking it was flat and then went right. to round. So like if it's just I don't want to be wrong, they could be like, oh, we were right all along. I don't know why we questioned ourselves. <laughs> no. right? Why why the hard attempt to sell? Yeah, there's that, no yes. gain from it. Right. Like Charlatans. Are they gonna like sell me tickets? To, like I don't, I don't know because they wouldn't sell you tickets to space because then you'd know it was flat. Like it, there's no, there's no logical reason why the government would lie to us about it.
2: Well, and and on again, it's yeah that it, it always ends with oh well, it's always dismissed no matter what you bring up. That's why it's there's certain arguments, there's certain debates, there's certain topics that I just I'm like. Okay, cool, man. And I'll walk away. Like, I'm not even putting the energy in to –
1: I'm just just, just, – You know me. I will. I'll jump (laughs) in. I'll jump in head first. (laughs) I Man, I love to see the way people's brains work. Even if I don't agree with them, I love watching their brains work and trying to figure out why their logic goes a certain way. Like, that is super interesting to me. I I do –
2: to a point i mean but yeah when it comes to to those topics like that where it's it's it, you know you got to you got to ask yourself when you're in, engaging in debates and stuff like that uh, on those type of topics it's like what am i what am i trying to do here am i trying to make a good point or am i trying to change someone's mind and if i'm talking to someone who no matter the evidence, just says, well, the government's conspiracy, and that's just a fake picture, and that's just everything's just dismissed. It's like, well, we're done. Like I, We're not getting anywhere, and I don't not have the anywhere. energy for this. So, I mean, you do you, boo-boo, but we're out. And they usually chalk that up as a win for their side. It's yeah. like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moving on. But yeah, and it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot in the news too. Not necessarily that, but I know the UFO thing popped back up in there. I saw. I'm like, Well that's actually pretty cool. Distractions. It's a distraction.
0: That's all. They are. That's all, all that stuff is honestly distraction. Uh, literally all of it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but and also, uh, also it's an it's, interesting distraction. It's, at least you know, it's good business. Like, uh, like the flat earther stuff. They have tons of documentaries. They make all this money on YouTube. Like, it's that's if you're going to get into industry, it's good to be a believer of something like that if you want to make a lot of money because it's bullshit.
2: And that's ultimately where <laughs> so, it get online. comes down to. Yeah. That's where all those things come down to. Is yeah. Once there's money being donated or there's money, projects, marketing involved, it's real, whether it's actually real real or it's real because it's a business and it's real. It's yeah. It exists. I think, I think <laughs> at some
1: level, though, a big part of the reason why I'll dive into this stuff even though like I don't buy into any bit of it is because... If you would have told me ten years ago that light is both a particle and a wave, I I would have told you you're ridiculous then too. But just don't look at it, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) And even that, even that explanation is exactly spot on. But it sounds like you're bullshitting me, right? Like it's it's like. The deniers right, like oh well that 's just a government conspiracy, oh, just don 't look at it, and then it 's this way, I promise it 's this way, take my word for it, right,
0: but they have censors in science that can test it for you without you looking at it, yeah, and that 's how we find it astronomy, astronomy, one and two is like the lowest levels of classes that I went through in the in that you know in in that and they have equipment that literally looks up to the sky and and i can tell you what gases are on a fucking planet it's crazy man. and yet like and it's all because of color schemes and all this stuff that they came up with and everybody's like well well that there's no way that any of that's real they just make all that up i'm like cool, again man. what do they got the gain to make fun to make up also up? It well, make our sense. technology is advancing crazy fast for them to be making
1: all this up <laughs> way to go guys like good yeah. guesses uh well and
2: my my, my, my bitch about the whole thing isn't asking the question my bitch about it is the absolute commitment to deny any explanation or evidence that anybody brings up that's my that's my thing and that's not just that topic that's society accountability and the willingness to take in new information and process it whether and make the decision whether it's legit or not
1: there's just not a lot of people willing to do the work i mean it's- or or they just don't understand what the work really is right they they've never done an actual research paper they've never done actual research or, oh, so when it comes to being able to know what stuff you should be looking for and what stuff you shouldn't they they don't have that experience, so I don't I don't necessarily think it's their fault in a lot of times.
0: Well, it's like uh, what do you call it? Um, the whole China thing. Whenever um, or no, I think it was Russia that did it. It was that new photo thing that everybody was doing on on Facebook, and instantly as a techie type, the first thing I did before I jumped in on the bandwagon of doing something stupid like doing this photo thing. I I looked up the the website and then I looked up who owned the website and then I cross-referenced that online on Google and with the simple just that, it showed that it was a Russian company that was a data collection company, and so they create these apps and then they put them out there and all these people just jump on it because they think it's cool mm-hmm. and then they just drop all their information of data into these into these apps because they get access to all those servers and all that information from that and, and so and that's see- how they do it the fact
2: that i thought most people considered those types of things same with just like a uh, even less tech than that just a spam caller someone calling your phone to try to do something some scam something i i didn't know there like that it's a numbers game like there are people that get fooled into that stuff and it's just like wow but <clears throat> again Like you were saying, like you know, how a lot of people don't have those tools in their toolbox. They a lot of people don't have the critical thinking bug. So it's like just the difference in asking why something versus how something. I did. I didn't realize a lot of people don't size up that. I I just always figured that's how you size up size up problems or
1: come up with solutions. So I want to know both that's well, my that's, thing is i want to i want to roll through both both things so i don't really pay much attention to which one i'm doing when <laughs> i just go let's just talk man well and and yeah i mean
2: i i'd say that i've probably gotten a lot sharper at it especially doing like electrical schooling and stuff because a lot of that is straight logic chain thinking so it's like causality you know but again when you get into like like the very limits of physics or some of the philosophical stuff, Marcus Aurelius, that kind of stuff. It's like, then it becomes a philosophical thing. So then you have to start asking, you know, the why the proverbial why. And it usually just ends up getting to me where I just go down a fucking rabbit hole of asking more questions. Like there's no solution that comes up. So I always have to switch over to how, so I can come up with a fucking solution. I guess that's not always the right move to make, but
1: man, eh, it's what I do <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh doing things in a way for publicity and whatnot, talking about we were talking about the shirts oh uh, cradle of filth, man, oh yeah. shock value all the way through, oh, right yeah. like love it man. if they're talking about us, it's good news like so let's let's touch the edge and see how many people. And there's tons of people out there that I'm sure are buying it just because it's it's edgy. And right? in
2: Oklahoma, being the Bible Belt oh. state,
1: oh, I'm sure they make a killing out here. I mean, Ozzy. <laughs> well, his,
2: he, I mean, his, are, his he's rock and roll, but he's not profoundly just satanic imagery like that stuff. I mean, right? You know. But
1: telling me when you were a kid, one of the first things you heard about him wasn't that he bit the head off of a bat it's on true. stage. Absolutely. And, absolutely it's a shock value man it makes you famous it gets you yeah i say it makes you famous like those two people you named weren't immensely talented and gonna do it anyway but it makes it easier right even immensely talented people get in bands and just don't make it because not the right person sees them all the time so well and and you can do something like that and it gets you in it gets you in you're right
2: and also with a band like the dynamic is usually multiple people so it's even harder man it's 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 uh there's a lot going on when you see a band on stage man and it's it's interesting to see the dynamic of them and you know just how how they go to work you know every
1: one of them's different but they're all kind of the same you know (laughs) it's one of those things well, I mean, it's kind of like you were saying. There's only so many chords, right? You gotta, you gotta repeat yeah. sometime. There's only so many ways you can go about music. So only twelve notes. Uh, but I you know
2: with something like that kind of merch. See, that's the kind of shit I'd, I, I don't. I get it. Like it makes perfect sense. Um, and the amount of money generated. <laughs> When you when you do something like that, you go to the Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, like the the buckles in the Bible Belt, and sell a shirt that has Jesus on a cross says Jesus is a cunt. Uh, uh, that's quite a striking <laughs> image, man. Uh, if,
1: if I was the guy at the table selling those shirts, my grandmother would never talk to oh me. Oh my again. god! Yeah, I mean, like I, mean, I don't even have to put it on, right? I. Dude, I'm not a religious
2: person, and my family knows that, but I would not have the balls to wear that shirt. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Hell.
1: Well, what else you got coming up, man? What are you doing this summer? Oh, been trying to get in the gym, man. Gyms are difficult to get into uh, when you're out of season.
2: Oh, yeah? Uh, Everybody uh, got a spot already?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, all the summer league's coming in, and... uh, uh, we we uh, are at Santa Fe Life Center, uh, Santa Fe Family Life Center. And uh, they're super busy all the time. They got tons of summer leagues and stuff like that that goes through there. Uh, Trey Young does the Trey Young Academy during the summer there. Uh, so, like, they they're big time, man, and they're doing it well. Like, the program, I've never been a part of a gym that does things better than the way they're doing it. They they give a, they have an awards assembly at the end of the year. Like I was hanging out with the mayor of Oklahoma at the end of uh, last season at, at our big gala fundraiser. So it, they're doing things right. They just they're they're busy because they're doing things right, and it's hard to get in. And when we're in season, they make sure that we got time. But outside of season, it's hard to try to elbow them for more room when they're doing right by us. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, and
2: it's like with now. Covid seems firmly on the back burner. It seems like you know, people want to, people want to get back out. People mm-hmm. want to experience these things, and the gyms is is one of the things that it, it's really hard to get back in that habit. But man, once you do, it's 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 infectious. I mean, I'm I'm getting back into the routine myself, down
1: to about two twenty, oh feeling pretty good. I'm down to two fifteen. God. Damn you.
2: And well, wait, you're, you got like a, a sixth less body mass. Than yeah, you
1: I'm That's definitely. So <laughs> when I got hurt, I was, I was a pretty fit 205. I was in the army, so doing a lot of working out. I was a pretty fit 205. Uh, they told me with my build that my leg probably weighed about 40 pounds. Damn. And when they told me that, and then I look at that scale at 215, I'm like, that, that two fifteen don't feel as good would you when don't, I throw yeah, I don't forty more pounds I don't think you'd be two fifty five if you had your leg i mean i I'm not a little guy i'm six three I'm pretty broad
2: hmm. yeah i'm sitting i I've been up to as high as almost three hundred pounds that's when I was like, i gotta make some changes this is this is bullshit, you know sometimes that just happens you're looking Point. in the mirror and you're like, Fuck that guy, this sucks." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I I got up to two sixty five before I went back to college. Oh yeah, uh, I got That's up so to two sixty five, went back to college, started working out again. You feel it, like you literally feel it on your body, on your bones, and it's like, oh, I'm I, out of
2: fucking breath everywhere I go.
1: And I was so fat, I thought I was going to blow my shoulders out, man. <laughs> the the team would go out and do hills, and they'd leave the old man in the gym to do suicides, and I just run down up and down the court because. At at my weight, it was so much strain on my shoulders, I was I was gonna tear my rotator cuff. And wheelchair sports, that's worse than your, yeah. your MCL, ACL. You're you're done. So, okay, this is an interesting uh
2: point or conversation because I'd never even considered like when I want to go into a calorie deficit, I want to cut weight. Um I adjust my diet and I go back to doing cardio and the more lightweight, high rep type stuff. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep, the, keep the heart rate up. Usually done by jogging. That's how I do it. Or jumping jacks or something on my feet. How do you maintain
1: heart rate? Uh,
2: I mean, I get you can maintain your heart rate, but there's also a lot of overuse, I would imagine. That
1: it's, it would it's, it's very different. I, w- I would say with wheelchair basketball, once you, you get to shape – once you're in shape, it's really hard to do conditioning because you're, you reach muscular failure quicker than you're going to reach cardiovascular fatigue once you've built up some kind of, uh, exercise. But I mean, pushing around in in a wheelchair in a basketball practice setting is, is similar to running. You're going to break a good sweat. You're going to feel exhausted, breathing heavy, uh, I mean, we still do suicides and all of that stuff. We just use our arms to run.
2: So do you do you skip leg day?
1: Uh t- I mean at least half of them.
2: <laughs> Ah! We got a umps. Come on, man. We got to have a umps.
1: Where is? It? Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel like a professional. <laughs> We're getting there, man. We're your into this thing. That's my first ever hi-hat that I've ever. <laughs> I mean, this is a milestone for me.
2: Well, if we had a drummer in here, you he would have made a funny face when he parked the hi hat like they always do that they'll be watch a drummer next time you're at a gig i always make fun of them man there's a guy on youtube named pat Finerty. shout out to the pat Finerty show This dude, you know the Rick Beato guy? He does the What Makes This Song Great, and he breaks down these great songs and does the theory behind it.
1: Uh Is it the same guy that uh, you sent me about what makes this song trash? This guy
2: has a uh, YouTube channel called What Makes This Song Stink? And when he, he, the first one I saw, he's got several, but the first one I saw was Red Hot Chili Peppers, Danny California, and I was like, oh yeah, we're watching this. So I, I clicked on it. And to hear this guy talk is exactly what my head does when I'm listening to a song, good, bad, or otherwise. It's like I'm I'm constantly breaking down the, okay, well, that's a verse. What was that? Well, that sounds like that. Well, that's actually just a complete ripoff of this
1: other song. Fucking love the guy. So shout out to Pat Finerty. I will say as a not-so-versed musical guy, like – He does a really good job at breaking down, like, uh, that video is the one you sent me, and he talked about how, yes, this is copying this, and that makes it terrible, but it's because of how they did it. Like, he goes into talking about, like, the Ghostbusters theme and all that. (laughs) And he's like, as long as you add something to it, and especially if you add something he talked about, Ghostbusters, they added something that was even better yeah. than the original. So, so then it's, it's
2: kind of allowed. There are rules to the ripoff.
1: But man, this all confuses me because my boy Vanilla Ice lost his whole career. And he, he changed it. He even told you it was... It was that, that hi-hat that <laughs> yeah, changed funny, everything, The right? funny face. He parked the hi-hat. <laughs> and look what happened.
2: See? Don't have to make the face when you park the hi hat. Just well, maybe you do. And for for Shout anybody that was
1: Pat wondering Dirty. why I don't know much about music, y'all y'all got it there. I was way offbeat with that one. Oh dude. I felt it. Well, I'll tell you what, for anybody out there that's like uh
2: bombarded by theory talk and trying to learn music and they fucking hate that because that's what bogs you down more than anything, learning, learning the theory side of it. List, if, listen to this guy's show. it's He's good. He's very, very funny and honestly, it's what goes through most musicians' heads when they hear, we'll just throw a, a, an artist out there that maybe rips other artists off like um, you know, K- Kid Rock.
1: We'll just say Kid Rock.
2: Um, yeah, so... You yeah. just
1: pissed off all of Detroit, <laughs> well, and I don't I'm know right, that's the, the there, city you want to piss so, off. Already pissed off. Yeah, he's, that's he was, he's from the
2: suburbs, <laughs> so I don't even think Detroit really likes him anymore. He lost me at um, uh, all summer long, and I do believe Pat Finnerty did one on that one too. But that's where I lost with, with Kid Rock. Loved him through ball with the ball. Even the next one, I was even okay with uh, photograph or um, what was the one to with Cheryl Crow picture. Yeah, I was okay with it. I'm like, okay, I get it. And Sheryl Crow's more on the acoustic side, so it was a good balance. I see what you're trying to do here. But uh, yeah, all summer long, I'm like, no, dude. Dude, I've seen bands do that in the VFW halls, you know, mixing those two songs. Sweet Home Alabama, we don't need to hear it again. Great song, don't need to hear it. Werewolves of London's awesome every time, so why fuck that up? You know,
1: R.I.P. But, I don't know. I got a question for you, kind of going into that. Uh, what do you think the most hated song on the planet is by the band that performs it? Like, the one song above all that they're just like, absolutely not, no more.
2: Man, that's pretty, I don't know. Because, honestly, I've heard some bands say that uh, their most catchy song and biggest hit is actually the one that they hate to play the most. Uh I think you get tired of playing any fucking thing. That's and if it's a big one, you're having to play yeah. it all the time because what people want to hear. And it's like a like when you're in playing poker, you always got to keep it keep it like nothing's happening. You know, I didn't just get the nuts, and I'm not about to just fucking capitalize on it. you. You got to keep it all blank. I'm sure rock bands got to do the same shit about making it look like uh, this is the first time we've nailed this song, even though we've played it for fifty fucking years.
1: And they definitely can't be up there looking like oh i hate this fucking song oh
0: i mean i mean even even metallica whenever they were at louder of life uh he he got up there and he goes all right we're gonna play and then he said the song you know i forget what song it was but he said he goes but lars hates playing this fucking song (laughs) but i'm gonna make him do it anyway because i fucking hate him and he just went like this to him and he just starts laughing and then he starts playing the song and and lars is like fuck and he starts going out because i guess because that song because he had well because he i I think it was because he he kept hitting them with their their songs that have a lot of drum riffs and then he just hit it with this one that just has a ton of it so then he was just like make that face like fuck <laughs> like about
2: to have to work i'm sure they i mean yeah yeah those bands the, the the headliner big big headliner status these days pick them i'm sure most of them don't get an opportunity to play their new stuff because they're in a they're in a spot where they've been around so long the fans want to hear their best classic stuff and that's got to be frustrating because as uh, as a musician, I know how fun it is to want to play the new stuff. But if you're running a business, you got to find that line of how do we slip in the new stuff and how do we keep everybody happy with the class? Yeah. Stuff. I
1: mean, some of those people are there just to hear that song.
2: Yeah. Metallica with their albums. Like you have that divide, you have that black album divide and it's like the Weezer. Everybody has the Pinkerton divide, but Metallica is rabid, man. Uh, well, there's actually three divides. You have the pre Black Album hard hardcores. Then you have the people who liked the Black Album and just kind of kept it moving. And then you have the people where it was love or hate. Me, I'm kind of like, I liked about half the album. I don't think every one of them should have been a goddamn single on the radio, but it's a good album. I don't sell 35 million of anything if it's not fucking
1: good. Sorry. But uh, yeah. Whether you like that, it or not, you have to be able to sit back and be like, "Well, oh, I don't yeah. like it," but yeah, and that's the way I feel about Red Hot Chili Peppers as a whole, right? Yeah. You talked yeah. about Danny. I, I'm not a fan of them, but I, you don't last as long as they are. They have and have as many hits as they do. If they're not good, they're talented. Well, it's just not my cup of tea. And Red Hot Chili Peppers
2: have gotten on. They've gotten a successful career because they obey uh, the the first. Um, Tenant of music. Thou shalt not fuck up the groove. You can fuck up the chords. You can fuck up the melody. You can play your solo in the
1: wrong key. But do not fuck up the groove. <laughs> I think if anybody taught us that, it was the Emperor. Emperor. The Emperor's new groove. I'm oh, sorry. I went Disney geez. on you. I went Disney. I went Disney. Oh, going with, Oh. Well,
0: like. Uh, Took a left what? turn. My bad. I was, uh, was working with, okay, um, with kids today because uh rockville uh is happening right now yeah man. and uh and I guess that they got rained they rained out, but they but it, but their their uh, stuff all said you know rain nor shine yeah. and so some some fan got on the group 'cause i I actually am part of those groups, I'm part of like the Lion Live group, rockville, like all these major uh, festivals, and uh this guy gets on there and he goes, he goes, How the fuck are you guys gonna cancel the show because of some rain?" He's like, I'm from Florida. Florida. It rains like this all the time. I'm like, it's literally <laughs> it's monsoon daily. type rain, rain. Yeah. He's like, it rains every day here. And he goes, he goes, he goes. And plus, I got really drunk, and I got really drunk before this morning, and now I am nowhere to go, so I'm wasting my whole day drunk. And he's like, he's like, rain or shine, and he calls out the dude that actually is like the presents festival guy, owner or whatever that runs all that stuff. If
2: it's printed, rain or shine. I mean, if now lightning lightning they have to disperse crowds
0: Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i think that that's what they were that's what they said in the in the thing is it said that the weather that normally they would go on with it but they were like the weather's too bad it's dangerous for the equipment it's dangerous for all parties so so just get to and for your safety get to your vehicle or get in your tent or do whatever you got to do in the campgrounds to be safe you do don't take the brown (laughs) (laughs) ass
1: festivals well
0: and it was funny because all the other fans were like dude like why don't you just go hang out in the in the campgrounds? And that's that's kind of like what I would have said too, because that's what I did. I mean, I had a hotel, but my life. But my friends were in the campgrounds, and that's all we did. We just hung out in the campgrounds all night, got drunk, had a good time. Well,
2: and it's like the rain. Make in Florida, the most of it. They pop up like here in Oklahoma. Like a, there'll be nothing on the radar. Fifteen minutes, you'll have a rain shower, but it'll be gone, and then you can mm-hmm. carry on. But I also know when you have eighty thousand drunk, raging people that. <laughs> making that decision
1: is not one to make lightly. And, you and some of them traveled over state lines yeah. to come and see you. you. You want to pay back the people that are paying you to come and see your show. So,
2: But yeah, I've, I've been keeping up with some of the bands, um, friends with some of the guys in Blacktop Mojo. I've been seeing their pictures and stuff. And man, it just looks like a great gig. I know them Evils played that last year, but I don't think they're there this year. I know they're going on tour with um, The Pretty Reckless. Uh-huh. here soon and man this summer is just uh, it's gonna be fun have y'all covered them? Them Evils? Uh, pretty Reckless uh, no, no I i mean outside of Them I know Them Evils works with them so we've talked about them but I never have reached out, they're a national band man, man. they're hard to get a hold of <clears throat> but that's another one I want. I'd want. i like to have Them Evils back on, I need to reach out to Jordan and see what they're up to but I'm sure it's gonna be a busy summer because it's beautiful and I think even if COVID existed, I think people are so fucking done with it at this point. It's gonna happen. We're gonna do we're gonna have concerts, we're gonna get outside. But uh you know. Uh well, I guess about kind of wrap this up here. Uh yesterday was May 20th, the big ass tornado anniversary. Did Y'all uh see all that shit on the news? Yeah, uh,
1: I didn't I, I did not.
0: Oh. Yeah, but I did. I did notice that like uh the one posted. It was like um it was the picture of Oklahoma and it said home. And it was like one of my memories, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, and that's why it hit me. I was like, oh shit, that's the tornado! Like, I can't uh, believe it's been nine
2: years. It seems yeah. like that wasn't
0: that. Yeah, long see, ago. the May thirty first one, I got hit. I was
1: oh, at, that's uh, where we were caught up in that one. Yeah, I was. I was at uh, one of my ex girlfriend's house. We weren't dating at the time. We were just friends at that point. But, Direct hit too? huh? Yeah, I went over there. Took everything storm started coming. Like we went across the street to their neighbor's storm shelter and watched the tornado coming at us until the hell started pelting us. Went down in it. When we came out, there was no neighborhood left. Wow. See, it clipped where we were at. We were over at our
2: friend John's and we had to get in the shelter. And uh, at the time, he lived over like where 240 intersects with Sooner oh. Road around that area. And uh, basically, it took the path of the interstate. So he, he lost some fence panels and roof. I think he lost some shingles. But yeah, man, they, we, right we were watching it. The door was open about this far, the garage door. We were watching it through the floor, and it's like, man, when it comes over the top of you, you can't see shit. It's crazy how fucking wild the wind gets to yep. blowing and everything.
1: Oh, it, that storm in particular was pretty wind wrapped or rain wrapped right, as well.
2: Right. It, was, it was difficult to see anyway. Yeah, it looked like the whole damn storm just touched the ground. It, it didn't even
1: look like a, a mile and a half wide.
2: <laughs> well, not, well, yeah, I mean,
0: it's uh, to me, like once it hits F5 or bigger it's no longer a tornado in my opinion it's a land hurricane like that shit is not (laughs) i mean you that right there goes right
1: back to what we were talking about earlier right is you're too close to see the curvature right right you gotta back up and then it's obvious that this thing is round yeah Uh, and when you're a mile and a half tornado world record widest tornado of all time it's
0: man it was it was impressive to see but terrifying coming I was, I was home visiting and I, and I drove into Midway City and I drove right up to my nephew and my cousin was hanging out with my nephews and I pulled up and I got out of the car and I was like, hey, get in the fucking car. And they were like, why? They were like, it's over and, and more or whatever. I was like, no. I was like, I was like we've had tornadoes when I was younger. That have destroyed Midwest City, so like I'm like, get in the fucking car. We're going to Edmond. We're getting the fuck away from this area as far as we can get. Because anybody out there listening,
1: direction. this is very bad advice. Stay out. of your I mean, bar, you can say
0: that, but involved. I mean, it's it, it, it works better than most people. It's just I mean, that you go the you opposite direction of the of the storm is a good idea, in my opinion. I mean, well, it always was... worked for me.
1: There was actually some fallout with that storm, in particularly because one of our broadcasters – I won't throw him under the bus. I'm sure he's dealt with it enough – told people that, that this be- tornado is too big. Your middle – if you don't have a storm shelter, the middle room isn't enough. Get in your car and leave. And then I-40 was backed up, and people died. People died because he told them to get in their car and run. You never get in your car. I grew up in trailer parks. I did too. <laughs> I understand. That it's better to go to my ditch and lay in a ditch than it is to go in my car. Ah, you know, it I think for it's, us. it's
2: man Always when that, when those things come on top of you, they're That was a sense of a loss of control that I don't think I ever felt before or since. Maybe DMT got me to that kind of fear, or just like whoa, like because at least at least. Before that moment I was like at least I have I have control of what my radius my arms I I, I I have control of that right right
1: Well I mean you're a bigger athletic dude like most people aren't really going to mess with you too much just sheer build and size well, just- So we we tend to feel pretty comfortable in our space because we can handle ourselves we're smart enough to logic things out most of the time strong enough to handle those other things Right And then you have something like that where I don't care how tough you are uh, <laughs> we
2: are out of control yeah like there's there's nothing yeah what happens happens and it's it's scary man but it's even scarier when you're in there with your with your kid and it's like oh i have to be the one not freaking out <laughs> <All right. laughs> well guys y'all about ready to wrap this up
1: Sure. sure yeah you're, you're the boss I mean, man man smokes?
2: i'm not no no man i just smoke smoke some good weed and it's saturday so let's go smoke some good weed i think the fucking alarms are about to go off anyways eh, it's eleven thirty, getting close uh shout out to christoph murdoch he's uh gonna be on the show on the next show actually um he's got a lot to to talk about i know he's got a couple albums and who knows what i don't know how we missed him at norman music fest he was all over the place, but I, I mean, never saw him. I never I never intersected. I, I don't know how he. You he miss. didn't
0: hang out a lot at the Resonator. Yeah, I went over which the, I, on I, the, last, which, on the which last The day. first night I went into the Resonator, but I actually watched any of the bands at the Resonator. I was in the back of it. I missed the
2: first day. The last night I was there, when we were walking back to the car, I dipped in there just to see if I could see him. Because it's hard to miss him. He's fucking seven feet tall, and he wears skeleton pants. I figured I would see that, but never passed him. Uh, anyway, he's coming on the show next week. I also have a band that we saw out there called Sisteria, um, Oklahoma band. I think they're a Norman band actually. Um, but they put on a really good show and, uh, I got an opening on the first week in June. I need to fill in. We had someone drop off. I think that'll be the fourth. I think it's June 4th. So I'm going to reach out to some people. If anybody listening to this in a band and would like to, uh, Put your name in the hat. You can get at us on Instagram or uh, through the email. Uh, Jonathan's going to run us through our time, talent, treasure here. And uh, I think that about wraps it up for me, man. You got
0: anything else?
1: No.
2: No, I'm good. All right, Jonathan, take us home.
0: All right. uh, The local earshot podcast we run on the value for value system. Uh, That is time, talent, and treasure. Uh, We value everybody's time for listening to the show. We know that there's a lot of podcasts out there, and we're glad that you actually chose to listen to our show. Um, if you are a artist and you want to be on the show, then you can hit me up at John at the local earshot.com, or you can hit up Brad on Instagram, uh, and then we can get you scheduled out to be on the show uh and then uh, as for treasure if you want to donate to the show you can go to the localearshot.com uh, there's a tab that says donate if you click on that tab then there's several different ways that you can give um t- cash app bitmo uh paypal i mean like pretty much a lot of them so uh but yeah uh, thank you for listening
2: all right guys you all ready
0: you want to throw your
1: uh instagram out there he said uh to- Contact you on Instagram That's but the local
2: earshot I don't care oh, yeah, okay That's the local earshot okay. no Yeah Do not yeah. contact me On my personal Instagram <laughs> I will not respond uh, Alright guys Let's just to smoke this joint Damn
0: I've destroyed my still butt. You can't be me dead I've destroyed my still phone